Okay, hello everyone. My name is Gian Christopher Thomas. I am the host of Raw Take, a political podcast. I also have an organization called POP, and we focus on getting people uh, registered to vote and engaged in politics between the ages of 18 and 30. Uh, and I, I'm very happy to be here and talk about this because this is a this is an issue very near and dear to my heart. And I, I think as we progress forward, this is this is definitely what we need to focus on: getting bridging that gap between uh, the older generation and the newer generation. Uh, so I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. So it's uh, bridging the gap, politically understanding the the younger generation. Uh, a Harvard poll shows a national poll of Americans 18 to 29 years old released today. Oh, wait, hold on, guys. Let me, uh, let me, okay, there we go. Okay, a national poll of America's 18 to 29 year olds released today by the Institute of Politics at Harvard Kennedy School shows that despite the state of our politics, hope for America among young people is rising dramatically, especially among people of color, as as more young Americans are more likely to be politically engaged than they were a decade ago. So this shows, a poll shows that we do have, this younger generation is politically active. But as we can see from a lot of our local democratic meetings, we don't ever get to really see these young people. And so the questions arise, where are they? Um, so, uh, if the youth is so engaged in politics, where are they? The politically young and the youth in general occupy different spaces. Spaces like tw Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, and other left-leaning groups and orgs. The ones in bold are the big spaces where you will find young people involved in politics. Twitter, YouTube, and other independent news sources are the main young platforms where progressives get their news and formulate their opinions. Uh, so where do they where do they go to be informed? Uh, like the previous slide said, Twitter, YouTube, and other independent news sources is how we get our news. Uh, focus on the word independent. Independent meaning content creators who are not affiliated with big news corporations or big name donors. Mainstream news networks like CNN, MSNBC, Fox, C C uh, CBS, uh, uh, I mean NBC, CBS, Washington Post, Bloomberg are all looked up, are all looked down uh, in lefty circles. And I think Beto said it best yesterday. Young people have this BS meter, and you can't just come out there every day and talk about the same exact issues. I'm going to use, for example, Rachel Maddow. And we all understand Russia <laughs> was a big issue in 2016. But at the point in time that that there was that, that we had gone through uh, an investigation and Ro and the Robert Mueller report had been out and, and, and there was no clear smoking gun, we have to move forward. And so young people, especially in, in online left groups, we, we, we saw that. And, and so but Rachel Maddow and other people and like CNN and places like that, they focused heavily on that, in which it was a story that, that young people were really just trying to move forward and try and, uh, you know, get things done. Uh -huh. So where do we, where do we, uh, how do, uh, where do we go to be informed part two? 
So this, I uh, have a chart uh, kind of of the old era of progressive politics and the new era of progressive politics. On the old era, we have the Young Turks, the Majority Report, Secular Talk, Tim Black, David Pakman Show, and Jimmy Dore. And for the new era, we have my show, Raw Take, uh, a Twitch streamer, Vosh, another Twitch streamer, Hassan Piker. We have the show Breaking Points, we have the Vanguard, and we have the Fred Hampton Leftist. All these shows, are, and, and including Twitter, is where a lot of young people go to get their, their uh, political news. And this is, this is where we heavily form, formulate our opinions. As you see here, I have Jank uh, Huger from the Young Turks, and I have Kyle Kalinske from Secular Talk, the two people that created the Justice Democrats, which, which gave us AOC and the squad. So just showing that these two guys totally transformed the, the left and how we do politics, especially for young people, because we all know AOC is one of the, like, hate her or love her, she's still one of the highest uh, named political people in the Democratic Party and on the left. So just showing that these two guys right here uh, just kind of set the momentum and just kind of set the, the state for uh, left-wing politics. And also we have journalists like Ryan Grimm, Aaron Maté, and, and um, Jordan Sheraton. Uh, so how, how do they, uh, how they form their political perspectives? Uh, we look at history and we learn from our mistakes. Example, we saw that uh, throughout the Reagan and Bush era that tax cuts and deregulation both led to economic crashes. And so the thing is, like the young, we look at history and then we learn. And so we know what not to do. And another thing that we do is we follow the money and who takes corporate funding. I just did a, a show about this a couple of weeks ago about uh, a Democratic senator writing a $10 billion um, a proposal bill for Jeff Bezos because he lost to uh, Elon Musk over a, um, uh, a, a space contract. And so and then to come to find out, she received donations from Jeff Bezos. So young people definitely follow the money. And another thing, like I said, when I was talking to Beto, like we can all get people to, to get out and vote, but it's what are you driving? What's going to drive people to the polls? And it's what policies are you advocating for? It's not about party. It's about policy. For example, the young people want a living wage. Young people want free college. Uh, these are things that, that are very important. Medicare for all. We all have parents. We all know a story of some young person having to take up an uh, extra shift or two just, just so they can cover medical bills for their parents. Legalization of marijuana and, 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 and probably psychedelics, all things that, that affect black and brown communities. The Green New Deal and worker co-ops. Uh, these are all things, these are all policies that, that the Democratic Party has got to uh, adapt just so, just so we can bring more of these young people in. Uh, and so we are, you, we are losing the younger generations, like I said, to different organizations. I go to, I, not only do I go to the local Democratic meetings, but I go to People's Party, the People's Party, the Democratic Socialists of America, Sunrise Movement. I'm heavily involved in, in all those different groups. And that's where the young people are at. They, they almost feel left out by the Democratic Party. And, and so 
Why do they feel from the Democrats? And it, it all kind of started uh, in 2016 after Hillary Clinton lost. We got heavily blamed. I can even speak from my own experience at being at a Katie Democrats meeting, trying to like pick up the pieces from, you know, after having Donald Trump win. And then uh, a guy attacked me saying, is, is your voter base prob- uh, fault that we got Trump? Because we didn't, but we did vote for Hillary Clinton. And, and the thing is, you can't just blame, you just can't blame and scapegoat. You have to, you have to go back reassess and, and figure out what policies that you're going to do and uh, that you're going to advocate for to really get these people, uh, especially young people, uh, motivated and activated to the polls. Um, progressives feel that we got screwed in 2016 and 2020. Um, j- you know, and I, I have Bernie in parentheses because, you know, that's a, an, another disconnect. You know, a lot of people, a lot of young people wanted Bernie, but I was, it was not someone we got. And so also another thing that young people feel is though that the Democrats do not fight for policy. And just uh, if you look up on like Twitter or if you go on Google and you like look up fight for fix or uh, force the vote, that's what I'm talking about. If you look up force the vote, it will just show, it, you will see a long list of videos of people talking about how they want their democratic uh uh, congressmen and senators to fight for certain policies to to use the leverage that they have in office, and so they don't feel connected. and And these young people, uh, they they they're looking for other places. But hopefully, uh, with this new messaging, with us advocating for better better policy, for us uh, just not just it's not just using platitudes and and uh, just without using platitudes, we can just actually uh fight for these things and uh that's my presentation you can talk about the green new deal in an economic populist way and that's a way that 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 will bring both sides to to, to, to the center or where, wherever you want to call it uh, i i think people get too focused on right left and center and and, and not about the policy and the messaging and, and that's what this whole entire thing was about the thing was it was about policy and messaging and, and where the young people are at. The Democrat, the Democratic Party will ultimately lose because we are not bringing in, we are not being a big tent. We, and, I, and I understand like, yes, we are in Texas, but if you, if you roll with economic populism, you will, you, will, you will win, you will win in Texas. I'm almost positive. 